Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Glucker, and I'm joined by the future dictator of Los Angeles, Blake ZZ Top Wrong. How are you doing, Mr. Wrong? I'm doing lovely, and I think the future dictator of LA is actually Snake Pliskin, so Snake we have to pay Plissken. our respects to him. Revenge. Yes. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about all things automotive like we normally do, and we're going to kick things off the way we always do with new cars. All right. New, new cars. cars can be cool too, new cars, right? They're, they're nice. They're, they're all nice. right. Yeah. Um, first on my list here, I want to talk about that new Aston Martin concept, the oh, CC100 Speedster. Oh, God, it looks good. Hot sex. Oh, that's great. Hot sex on four wheels. So good. Uh, they revealed it before the start of the Nürburgring 24-hour race. Right. I think it ran a parade lap too. Ooh. And they're saying it's an homage to the DBR1, uh, the old school racer. Right. And it seats one, right? No, it's a two-seater. Oh, it's a two-seater. Yes. Okay. We'll get, another we'll, one get seater. To, we'll get to, to that one, one later. Yes. Yeah. No, um, I mean, that's a pretty bold design from Aston Martin, who's been kind of. I don't want, they definitely don't make boring cars because their cars are gorgeous, but right. they stick to the same thing. Yeah, so well, this, this is nice. great. I hope Aston Martin will start designing cars that look different. And maybe we'll see another Lagana that's wedge shaped. There we go. No, it will. Or just because like, of, just because make of EU this. Yeah. Just make the concept. I think, you know what? I, I, I assume they're going to make one and they're going to sell for $3 million. And then some guy in Dubai will buy that, a Vanillo and a LaFerrari by a LaFerrari. And the six wheeled Mercedes G63. Yes, and three of those. Right. It'll be a staff cars. Uh, but it, I mean, it is a working uh, concept car because it did run the parade lap. It does have a six liter V12 in it. Nice. Um, I think they said it has a top speed of like 180, which is pretty good with no windshields. <laughs> yeah, you need those driving goggles and a, uh, a little leather hat. Leather gloves. Leather, leather Full gloves. leather suit, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and a scarf. Just rock it out. A snazzy skin-tight oh. pantsuit. <laughs> snazzy skin-tight pantsuit. Um, so uh, a car that's actually more affordable, even though it's not affordable at all, the new S-Class was revealed. Yes. What do nice. you think? Um, it looks great. The interior is going to be awesome, and I really yeah. can't wait for that little perfumizer thing. Well, I can't I wait to that. test that thing out. I didn't see that. Um, it's it's a little atomizer that's inside the glove box that you press a button and it sprays a little bit of mist to it. Really? And I can't wait for them to come up with like the list of available scents, like dark mist or like storm clouds or <laughs> like mountain air. Some <laughs> something dramatic in German. It'd be um, great. I, I like. I- I think the diesel they're offering in that is that new 2.1, the little four-cylinder diesel. So that's kind of cool. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, because uh, that's the one that they just uh, launched in the new GLK 250, okay. which is a pretty sweet – Actually, this class is quite a bit car. bigger than the GLK. Yeah, but the, that motor makes like – I think it was like almost 370 pound-feet of torque. Okay. Which is pretty, pretty which solid. Will be, which will be adequate for – the uh, S class and insane for the GLK. It's pretty. It's not insane for the GLK because uh, I, I drove it, right? And it's um, it's it's good for the GLK. It felt nice. Um, but the pictures of the interior of that S class. I mean, it's Maybach is dead, but right. along with Maybach in the new S class. You know what I'm excited for when I make that stretched Pullman version? That's going to be like the next grosser. That I hope it's going to be next grosser. One of the coolest things. Ever. Hydraulics. I'm a, I'm a Mercedes fanboy, so I'm, I'm excited. I like I like Benzes. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Um, now back to. <laughs> The one-seater you mentioned, uh, the Lamborghini Egoista. What a name. Oh, God. It looks stupid as hell. It's, it is it's, dumb. But it's Lamborghini, so you're kind of like, all right. Yeah, but I can, I can tolerate the vanille because that was like, you know, Lamborghini, you know, I can tolerate that because it's, you know, it still looks good and purposeful and everything. The Egoista looks like a like a Battlestar Galactica spaceship from the 70s Battlestar Galactica. It was made from like... Paper mache and it's held on by strings and everything. It looks stupid. See, it's I dumb. am going to respectfully disagree. I agree that it's like so wild and out there and it's totally ridiculous, but nobody is building 
ridiculous cars anymore. Because remember, there was a period where like the Countach was like just wild, and people were probably like, "That's dumb." Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not with the Countach. But no, I think they actually had a had a level of respect for the Countach at the time too, because at the time it was nothing. But like you know, Lamborghini, it's like the car company that cried wolf. Every few months, they do something even more over the top, and eventually. No matter how over the top they get, you'll just be like, oh, well, whatever. And that's Lamborghini <laughs> right now. So um, honestly, they should just strap single a gigantic – Single-seater though yeah. is kind of different. I like single-seaters. I like that because of the fuck you aspect to it. Right. They, they should just strap a giant rubber cock to the hood and a giant neon sign that says, fuck you, poor people. Right. And just ha- parade it down Beverly Hills like back and forth. That's the Kanye that's West basically edition. this. Yes. Um, so switching gears to something that's actually also still expensive but uh, also kind of ridiculous – Hennessy is making Raptors and turning them into SUVs. Did you see that? That's cool. So he's taking – it's not like he's <coughs> taking like an ex- expedition or something. Right. He's taking a Raptor and then bolting on like or welding in a rear cap in space and right. then doing a third row seat and everything. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. They still build the Expedition EL, which is basically the excursion. All right. All right, Ford, Hennessy, anyone, Shelby, hear me out. Put the Raptor V8 in the Expedition EL and then see if somehow graph the Raptor front and on the Expedition, and it will be awesome. And it'd probably be cheaper than the one Hennessy sells. That's true, because it's like $150,000. It is exactly $100,000. Well, how much is the G63 6x6? Oh, I don't know, that, but that's a dream that's a, machine. That's a six, oh, I think it's $600,000. That's $600, a dream $600. machine. Oh, is it? All right, Hennessy just needs to build a dually or a tandem. A du- yeah. Dually, tandem dually, so you get four sets of wheels in the back. That sounds excellent. So then he adds Raptor. his – and then I yes. think when he's done, it's like 600 horse and uh, right. like a screen. It would be the Mad Max of trucks. Are they still calling it the Velociraptor? Yes. It's Good. the Velociraptor, which is one of the best names for a car ever. Yeah. Seriously. It's amazing. It's um, perfect. So now that we've talked about those Jeff, new I cars – I call my Miata the Velociraptor. That's a shame. <laughs> that name is wasted on your car. <laughs> um <laughs> so uh let's talk about what's going on in our garage besides your Veloci Miata. Um <laughs> I just gave back the Infinity FX fifty S. And it is simultaneously Sorry, awesome isn't, isn't and terrible. Isn't it the QX like twelve or something now? Oh, I have no idea what the Q code for it is. I'm gonna right. continue to call it the FX fifty QR code. I'm gonna call them all by their uh their their real names, not as the God next intended. Names. Right. <laughs> so it's both awesome and terrible at the same time. It's it's cool. It's like a big, dumb, stupid muscle truck. And it yeah. looks like a pumpkin. It looks I I kind of <clears throat> like the looks because it's you know you clearly know what it is, and the yeah. seats are super comfortable. Yes, um, but it is expensive. Yeah, it's it's dumb. This one, the one I had was like sixty seven thousand dollars. All right, that's ludicrous. Yeah, and you can kit it out to like seventy five if you check every box. Right for an Infinity FX fifty. God, I don't even hilarious. think you can build out a QX that high. No. You know what? Honestly, well, rappers should just invest in the FX50. <laughs> they might have uh, Well, it comes with like 21-inch wheels, and yeah. uh, it actually does have a pretty good sound. All the, the transmission here have like low-profile tires. The transmission's kind of lame unless you leave it in sport or the paddles. If you just leave it in normal mode, when you want to do like kick down to pass on the highway, it like hunts for the right gear. It's weird. Oh, is it's not is smooth. It? How many speeds is it? Seven. Okay. Well, whatever, man. All the cool kids have eight-speed now. So, uh, <laughs> well, that brings me to the next car well, that I have on my list because I just drove a Genesis Coupe here with an eight-speed. Seriously? That is an eight-speed? Eight-speed paddle-shiftable automatic transmission. All right. That's a little weird. I don't know if I can wrap my mind around that. It's uh, it that's a shame that it's the automatic. Yeah, I agree right. that it seems Well, no, it doesn't because I drove a Genesis Coupe with the manual and the, the clutch was terrible and the shifter was kind of flimsy. Right. So 
How how fast is the Genesis ship? Pretty fast, right? Uh, decently quick. I literally got it today, and I've probably put like twenty mm-hmm. miles on it. Um, but it's it's a it's it's a fun car. I feel like so the second generation was better than the first generation, right? And I'm almost looking forward to the third, where I think they're just going to iron it out even more and Once make they it make figure it out what steering is. Still, though, it's I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah. but it's still pretty sweet that it's 348 horsepower. Oh, you have the V6. Yeah, 3.8 Ooh. track. And it's cheap, too, isn't it? Well, what's yours? relatively. Well, $35,000. Okay, that's a bit pricey. But, but I, mean, I had but a, a three, nearly 350 horse. Yeah. I had a I had a 2.0, and it was 274 horsepower, and it was like 27 grand. But it came with Brembo's and a, and a Torsen. Yeah, that's what this has, too. Good value, yeah. That's what this has. Um, nice. The turbo <laughs> is fun. I just love the torque of the, the and the, the noise this one makes. It has a really, oh, really? good exhaust note, yeah. Nice. Um, and then I, uh, another car that I recently drove, I just drove the most expensive Kia I've ever driven. The Kia George Costanza? The Kia Credenza. I mean, C- Cadenza. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a piece of furniture. It's brown. You can, you could, you could actually, they did have the two 70s. brown ones Ooh. at launch. Look at that. They're, they're paying attention they're to what journalists like. They, they were like the first car snapped up. Did they serve you uh, bacon and crab cakes? No. No. They served – they actually – they had cupcakes and – I hate them for that because I'm addicted to cupcakes and I had to have three of them. And I was ashamed had, of myself. No, Jeff. Nobody, nobody made you have three of them. It's just your own willpower. No, there's, I actually have a disease. Do you need a sponsor? I am addicted to cupcakes. Cupcakes Anonymous? Yes. Okay. Um, so drove the Cadenza. It's a, actually a really, really nice car. That's and nice. it looks pretty sweet too. Looks all right. It looks very European. I mean, yeah. it's Peter Schreier. So, and the right. dude is like – king of the industry right now yeah um the he interior owns kia he actually is king of the kias <laughs> yes just changed his name to i'm kia. the king of kia <laughs> doesn't work you have to be oh, king of the moon, king of the moon. Um, and, and it has to be zach clavin sorry god damn it um so the, the car i drove was forty one thousand dollars. that's pretty cheap well it's just what it is our I consumers mean, ready to pay for that much for a kia i mean that hyundai genesis is 35 and i'm just keep comparing that with that it's right. like not that much of a leap for like a Big cushy sedan, and is it's, it rear wheel drive? It was, uh, it was front wheel drive, V six, oh. and they make them in all wheel drive too. Uh, if they did. I don't remember them saying that. Okay, fair enough. Um, but it's uh, super comfortable. I think the exterior looks great, but again, the the problem uh, there's like no handling feel at all. I think I think what Hyundai and Kia are right now are basically like buick and oldsmobile in the 80s where they're basic or the 70s sorry because they're basically like competing in the same markets completely and they're fighting for resources and they really need to differentiate themselves like kia can make the cheap cars and honda can build the expensive cars well, I think, or something other than that i think design wise i feel like they're differentiating themselves because like like the hyundai genesis sedan looks nothing like the kia cadenza that's true yeah so design wise yeah but at the same time it's like two different uh, car two exactly the same car companies other, under the same umbrella. And even though actually, yeah. I take that back though too. You don't compare the Cadenza to the Genesis. You compare it to the Azera. Oh, that's true. And the Azera right. is a great car. But there's the Kia K9 or Chorus or whatever, and that's like the big Genesis competitor. Right, because this is the K7 in Korea. Yes. Um. So, uh, what are you driving right now? I uh, returned in a Lexus LS600H. Oh, how was that? Oh, it's the quietest car Guilty I've ever pleasure? driven. Guilty pleasure? Yes, it's the quietest car I've ever like, driven. You'd never, ever, ever buy one, but you loved it. 
Oh, it's it's awesome. It is 438 horsepower, and hybrid, the only the right. only reason I add the hybrid <laughs> no the hybrid is stupid because it's like one mile per gallon like better right. than the 460. But the 460 only has 300 some 50 horsepower or something like that, and you know oh. poor that's the car for poor. So people. that has come on that has 400 how much horsepower. 438. So it just, like, down the highway, just... Zero to 60 is the same as a Porsche Boxster. 5.5. What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Uh, <laughs> is it rear-wheel drive? Says the guy with the 300... Says the guy with the 300 horsepower car. Come on! <laughs> is it, uh, is it rear-wheel drive? All-wheel drive. Okay. But it is nice. It Do is quiet. Do they make an F-Sport is... version? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This car had the executive class seat package. Ooh. So in the back was a, was a six-way Shiatsu massager. Did it recline at all, or just yes? It reclined. Had an ottoman. There was a fold-down Blu-ray player. There was a little wooden tray Seriously? table that popped up. I got to schedule. You this could car. move the front seat forward <laughs> oh, I and tuck that. it out of the way, right. and just sit in the back. Take your smelly shoes off and just How much prop was your the feet car? up. One hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. That's not wild. For I mean, that's not. There's crazy. probably nothing exciting dynamically driving-wise about the car. Yeah, but there is a sport mode, and it does sound pretty good, and it revs pretty quickly in sport mode yeah but i just left it in eco the entire time because you know comfort you might as well it's a it's a freaking limo yeah you know it's supposed to be driving people 430 around 430 horsepower want to take it easy just scooting yeah, yeah. around well town. that's that's in case carlos de jacko decides to you know exact his right right on charles de gaulle <laughs> there you go yeah um, you need to did you um since since you're such an adept driver did you get it sideways at all or Oh, you know, I drifted it through Laguna Seca and everything. You know, I brought it up to Monterey for ALMS, and they were like, "Oh man, you got we got to send you out there with the ALMS cars." And I was just like, "Yeah, man." Got nice. drifted through the corkscrew. There you go. Took the Zanardi line down it. It's great. Oh hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Of I didn't even need to look at it. Did trees. they teach you the Zanardi line at V School? Yes. Is that like a dull, its own? Yes, day? they 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 replicated the corkscrew for me in Spring Mountain. So it took about three days of bulldozing, and they built a corkscrew, <laughs> and they was just did awesome. the Zanardi line all day. It's great. Um, what you swapped into something else though? I am driving a Mazda Speed Three. What do you think of that? Oh man, I'm like the only one on the person who hates it. That is car. it is a super, despite the fact that it looks like a grinning idiot, it is a super manly car because you stomp on a throttle. <laughs> it's a super, and you got to manhandle car. it just to keep it into in the same lane. I think you're the first person who's ever described a Mazda Speed Three as a manly car. Not that it it's is, a not that it's like a womanly car either. It is the Hemi Cuda of hot it. hatches. Trust me on this. It's, wow. Because it's like unruly wow. and wild and hairy chested, and you stomp on it, and it's just got so much torque to it. Like it will pull you into another lane. The steering wheel That's just why go. I hate whoop. It. You can't That's see it. I don't enhanced. like it. Make it's, the car rear wheel drive, and it'd be awesome. Oh, it'd be great if it or even all wheel drive. But it's kind of hilarious in the fact that you know it just torques yours everywhere when you. But you actually kind of back off on the throttle a bit, and you just don't stab it everywhere, and it handles pretty well. Yeah, handles better than I thought it would. I I just the, the torque steer bugs me so much on that car because they, it's I think it's a good looking car. Um, when you are cruising, you're right. Like once you're going, it's it's fun and stuff. But just the torque steer is so annoying. Torque steer is like the power slide of front wheel drive cars. Oh, not even close. Torque it's steer like, is the bane of you, you kinda stomp on, cars. You, you get like a car with like um, obnoxious amounts of torque steer, like this uh, Saab 9000, that I, the Arrow. That, that was car at least had some charm. It was a stage two, so it had a 280 horsepower. And it oh, was that's like a ridiculous. 20-year-old chassis. So I stomped on it, and the thing would just rev to five grand like immediately, and it'd just be like... Like a dog that, like a dog that's like trying to paddle on a carpet or something like that. Back in the days when throttle response was more immediate and fun. Yeah, exactly. That car was hilarious, and the Mazda Speed Three kind of has that spirit, so it's actually got a bit of a personality. So I like it. Oh, I, I'm still up in the air with that oh, car. Oh no, no, don't get me because I mean, don't get me wrong. I hated that car when I first drove it. <laughs> like I drove it at um, MPG's track day last year. Right. And it was the worst fucking car on the planet. 
And then now I've had now I've had a chance to live with it for a while. The shifter is like you know nice and it's solid. It's the shifter. It's, it's fantastic. The, the clutch is really abrupt, and it honestly feels like you know just well weighted, and everything's just really weighty and everything. You know, that's a little manly. heavy for that's your delicate manly. Miata feet. Yes, yes, too much. I'm not manly enough to drive. But see, like I feel like coming from your Miata going to that car, you'd be like, why can't this be more like my Miata? Because it's the same company. Yeah, but just translated into you know. A, well, I thought a that about hatch. the Mazda Six. See, I think. See, I know, here I we go. Now we I disagree know. on the yeah. Mazda Six. I think now the chassis we on, everything on the Mazda about Six Mazda's, is fantastic. The Miata. Yeah, I yes. mean, nobody disagrees on the Miata. Oh, if they right. do, they're wrong. Yeah, it's plain and simple. Or they're Blake Zero. No, no, because I, we I agree know. about the Miata. I, I know. I got this. Thanks. <laughs> Just sure. um, All right. What's next? <laughs> well, I, uh, since we've run through our new car stuff, I want to take a minute to uh, talk about the beer we're drinking. This is very good. Um, this is Deschutes Brewery's Mirapond Pale Ale, and it is a tasty little beast. It's not – I, I didn't go overly hoppy for you. This is the least hoppy pale ale I've ever had, honestly. It's, uh, it's But great. it's good. Yeah, it's, it's actually – a little bit more malty than I usually go, but it's a very tasty little beer. Yeah, Jeff um, brings out the malty stuff when I'm around. Apparently. I prefer the hoppy stuff when... Yeah, because I'm not manly enough to drink the 120-minute IPAs or something. I've never had a 120-minute. Really? Yeah. They're basically like warheads. <laughs> Remember the candy? I like warheads? 90. I don't like 60. Uh, yes, I do. Um, and I will next time, though, I should be able to bring my pale ale, which you're probably going to hate because it is very hoppy. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Challenge accepted. Okay. Now, what's the name? I didn't name it. This should time. we should we leave it to the readers? Yeah, we can pose that yeah. question in the comments. That's a good idea. Name what what the should pale Jeff's ale. terrible beer be called? It's not terrible. I tested my one the other night, and I it came out pretty nice. Jeff, you should have left the foil on. Damn it! <laughs> didn't you leave the foil on? Oh, thank you, Johnny. Thank um, you. <laughs> all right. Well, That's yeah. Funny. All right, readers out there in Hooniverse Land, it's your chance to decide what we're going to be Sound calling off. Jeff Jeff's terrible swill for the rest of our lives. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, uh, I'm at Jay Glucker. You can also do at the Hooniverse, and then you can, which it's, uh, is, what's yours? I just. B-Z-R-O-N-G. Okay. B-Z-R-O-N. And I have one suggestion myself. It's going to be called V-School Pale Ale. <laughs> I'm speechless there for a minute. On that note, we're going to take a break to pause and uh, grab another beer, and then we're going to come back and talk about something more interesting, old cars. All right. Okay, we're back. We've got fresh beers, and it's time to talk about old cars instead of new cars. And Jeff, you recently bought an old car. I did. Excellent segue. I didn't even have to prompt you or anything. I'm a broadcasting professional. Congratulations. Did you go to the V School of Journalism? Or I went to the, Edward, Edward R. Murrow was my instructor at CTSV Racing School, so he taught me a few things about broadcasting. Excellent. That's how it works. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know anything about that stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I bought a Benz. I bought a Mercedes. What year Benz? 1984. 300. Ooh, how dystopian. TD. Nice. Diesel wagon. That is a, that is, man, it's you not know where brown, I bought, though. You, know how, you know how it sounds like a very hipster car? What? I bought it in Echo Park. Echo Park. Yeah. Bro, it's cool. Right. It was, uh, I bought it from place? a German guy who named it the Wombat. So you're going to keep the name, the Wombat. I think, so, well, unless somebody comes up with something differently. Well, I was going to consider the Bismarck, and then it's going to get sunk by a bunch of British cars. No. Well, the thing is, we're we're the North Sea. The plan is to get rid of the engine and transmission, right? Because they're very slow, and the transmission doesn't work right now, right? Um, Did he tow it back from Echo Park? No, no, I drove it, and as I was driving it, the transmission was getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And so I got it in my garage, and then I was going to pull it out to take a photo shoot of it for Hooniverse, and I couldn't; it wouldn't go into reverse. Right. So 
I just photographed it in my garage. It's a rock crusher in a completely different way. Yes. Um, I, I can get into some of the forward gears and it'll go. At the same uh, – which times? Which forward gears? <laughs> D. <laughs> that one. Um, so who knows what it's actually in. Um, but three, four, three and a half. Who knows? S or L are the other <laughs> gears it could be in. Um, but either way, that transmission's going, so I'm not too worried about it. Well, um, you're the engine's also going. So, Jeff, tell these fine people what engine's going to go in it. The plan is to find. Okay, we're reuniting Daimler and Chrysler. Okay, so we're going to put a Hemi in it. That's a merger of unequals. We're putting a Hemi in it, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Nice. So I mean, it's, I can't say anything else. It's <laughs> awesome. It's got the uh, it, the the thing is pretty sweet too. I've I always loved the body style. Oh, it's beautiful. It's yeah. got yeah, the inner yellow headlights look good. And we found yeah. out that our car is kind of like a gray market car, so it's got the shorter Euro bumpers. Oh, nice. It's got the lower fog and reverse light at the bottom, cool. and then it also has which I'm glad I really wanted to find was the uh, third row seat. The, oh, the rear facing. Yes. Excellent. How's the interior? Does it need to be? Uh, no, it was redone a couple years ago. Oh, nice. Um, so it's it's the seats are so. Comfortable. I bet. Um, the, it has really cool looking wheels, uh, and then it also this part terrifies me. It has the uh, self leveling rear suspension. Oh yeah, that's scary. Scary. Just but there's that out, there's a bill steam. Well, there's in a, it. there's a company that makes a coil conversion kit where you just like Perfect. rip everything out. Plus, go. actually, when we switch to Hemi, we're probably going to have to get rid of it. I'm just thinking about this now because part of the system runs off the engine. Right. Oh. Nothing could go wrong with that. I like this. Literally, is hitting me right now. So it doesn't matter. I guess we're getting. That's kind of sad that you're getting rid of a neat part of the car. But yeah, but you can. It's also like a terrifying. Like oh yeah, I'm sure. It, yeah, if it's in good shape. Hundred right. point concourse conversion or uh, con- restoration or something. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Hooniverse readers and listeners, get excited. Stay tuned. We're gonna have a lot more updates to this thing, and then once it's finished. If it all goes well, uh, hopefully we'll be taking it around to different events and showing it off. You should get Hooniverse resident Finn Auntie to mail you some uh, Euro headlights. I actually prefer the U.S. ones because really? the Euro ones ditch the inner yellows. The selective yellows. Yes, the selective true. yellows. No, get the Euro headlights. The Germans were very selective. Yes, very very, very <laughs> selective. <laughs> um, no, the, you, should, you should do the Euro headlights, right, and then get some like Hellas. Like hella hellas on the uh, – just mount them on a hood. Just rally light this shit for no reason at all. It would be I great. I am sticking with the US lights because I like them well, and because it's in America. Okay. Um, so um, uh, moving on from the Benz, you just went to – moving on from something German, you just went to a camp of sorts. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It didn't require tons of concentration. And it was the Auto Week Fantasy Camp. It was wonderful. Every year we assemble some – Readers, well-heated readers to join us and live out everything that we auto-journalists get paid to do. Really? Yeah, I, actually, I had no, When you no, told no, me no, you were actually, going this, I had no idea what I had no about. idea what it was at first, too, but you know, since this is my first year at Auto Week, right, um, they, we all went to Dearborn, and Ford was gracious enough to give us their lend, lend us their proving ground for That's a weekend. sweet. And auto-journalists I've came. I've never even been there, and now your readers have been there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you can Ford. sign up for next year because you're, you're an auto week. You're an auto week reader, aren't you, Jeff? You better say so, yes. Kind of. You damn well, better when say yes. When you post the Hooniverse articles, I hate you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, readers get to stay at the Dearborn Inn. They get a nice, uh, nice banquet of with free booze. So it's just the auto journalist lifestyle. The next morning, they raise a shrimp. Yeah, 
there was tons of shrimp and crab and crab cakes. <laughs> nice. The next morning, they get a raid to breakfast table, just, and they wake up too early, hung over, and they raid the breakfast table, just like a press event. And this year, they got to drive some sweet cars. They drove a Mercedes C63 AMG, wow. drove a BMW M3 Lime Rock Park Edition. These cars are all voted on by the readers. So this year, we stuck with coupes. So they drove um, an Infiniti G37 IPL. and Q50. They drove a Q50. Or no, Q, 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 oh, Q60. Oh, I thought you meant QX56. They no, did no, not no. Drive that. Q50 or Q60. I forget. Whatever. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then they drove a BRZ, uh, Fiat Abarth, Challenger, SRT, Hemi, and then um, you know a Mustang and a Camaro 1LE, which was awesome. And then there's a Cadillac CTSV Coupe. Oh, well. I, of course. Was, was I mean, just, of course. Were you just stationed there? Yes. <laughs> um, and then Tommy Kendall actually uh, gave hot lap rides in oh, the Viper. Oh, that's sick. And he actually set the um, Ford Proving Ground record with the Viper. With the Viper? Yeah, that because he's Tommy Kendall and he a is a fucking awesome person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And then um, later they, in the afternoon, they did an autocross, which was great. And... Um, you know, half the course was wet too, which was fun. They get to see how it drives through in the wet. And then, um, in the morning, actually, they got to drive through the the banked corners of the uh, oh, that's proving cool. ground. And I've never been on banked corners before, but it's like, how was it? You drive it, and all of a sudden, whoop! You're at an angle, and then whoop! Is you're it? all back down. It's very smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth. And the readers did not terrify me, which was great. And then that night, we got a tour of the Rouge proving uh, Rouge plant, the River Rouge plant, and then have dinner and drink more booze at the plant. So I've never drank at a factory before. How many readers? Cool. About 20 or so, I think. Yeah, actually 20. We limited it at 20. Because good group. Good, fun bunch of guys. Really enthusiastic, are really passionate. A lot of them own Miatas, which is awesome. <laughs> and um, they all flew in from all over the world. Well, actually, no, all over the country. That's nice. great. That's fun. Yeah. And uh, you're going to probably talk more about that um, in your special Auto Week Fantasy Camp podcast that's coming up, right? Yes, the uh, the one where I actually rated um, – just kind of like browbeat everyone into being on a podcast with me, which is a great bunch of guys because they all have different personalities. We have like – Who's know, on that one? Uh, Mark Vaughn, Graham Kozak, Jake Lingaman, and uh, David G. Johnson. Stoy and Carol didn't do it? Stoy and Carol couldn't, yeah. I'm very offended. How dare you? I'm well, very offended at Stoy and Carol. I will be sending them I think angry Hoon- tweets. I think Hooniverse should pay to have them fly out here and then we can do it here. That – is so ridiculous because you guys have way more money than we do. And yes, you know that. that's true. Um, that's all right. Fact. So it sounds like Auto Week Fantasy Camp is actually pretty awesome. This is our fourth year, um, I think. This is our fourth year. Do you think if I awesome. applied next year I could get into it? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, but I think we're going to have to make that happen. I'm going to do a story about Auto Week Fantasy Camp for Hooniverse. Oh, that would be so incestuous. a position. And then I'm going to be offended when you don't have top shelf press grade liquor. Okay, we'll get on that. Thank you. Um, so uh, I recently got to ride along. I didn't get to drive this, but I was just out at the Lucas Oil Motorsports off-road race. Yes, Lake Elsinore, the, right? Yep, Lake Elsinore. And nice. it was uh, it was neat to go see it, but the real reason I trekked my ass out to Lake Elsinore is because I got to do a ride along. It's not that far from you. No, it isn't. And it's I take, me. Plus, I take Ortega Highway to get there. Yeah. So that was pretty just, sweet. You know, a great excuse. Right. Um, as long as nobody in Tacomas gives you shit. <laughs> I was in my Infinity FX50, so I was... So no one gave you shit. No, but You I, were giving other people shit. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that time of the morning, all the traffic's coming from the inland to the coast. So right. my direction was empty, and it nice. was fantastic. Um so I get out there, um, and they have two trucks waiting. One of them has two seats. Nice. That's obviously the one we're riding along in. And nice. I've never been 
I, I usually don't get class trucks. Are these Baja trucks? Um, they are technically the class is called Pro Lights. Pro Lights. Okay. So the one I not drove Pro in Pro Life. That's a different story. It's not Pro Life. Um, it was uh, the one I rode in had. Uh, they have like carbureted crate motors. Like one of them had like nice. a Dodge. Uh, I can't remember the size, but it was uh, it was they're it's the wicked, engine that's going in your sounding. Mercedes. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, they're wicked sounding machines, just uncorked carbureted V8s. They're wicked sick. They're wicked um, fucking sick. They sit really low, right? And then when they lift for the jumps, they have tons of travel. Right. But I got to ride. You know, they gave me a suit. Um, Put the helmet on, climbed into the truck, met the driver. I should mention we to a lot off. of readers right now that Jeff has his Boston Red Sox hat on backwards right now as he's talking about oh, it is on sweet backwards. ass trucks. <laughs> that was so, my accident. So, um, so it's very fitting. I hopped into this sweet ass truck, and uh, I usually don't get claustrophobic in like race car environments. Right. When I first they strap me into this truck, you start, when you first get into a race car, at least for me, one of my first things is if I need to, how quickly can I get out of this thing, and what's my plan? Right, um, and in the truck, Very for, of you. Yeah. for some reason, in this truck, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, you have to open a door and no, jump no, no, down no. like eight you don't feet. Open a door, and they don't sit that high. Okay, because the suspension travels is it's kind of at the bottom, and then they lift up. It's okay. it, um, and if you have adrenaline going, you have to you crawl out, out of there after you flipped over, right. On the side of the door that's on the passenger side. So you actually have to crawl out the other side. But but so the, the, the driver was super nice. We go out on the track. I got three laps riding shotgun. And, I mean, we were hitting the jumps and dri- sliding through the corners. And they had a second truck out there to simulate what it's like, you know, not just by yourself on the track. It was, it was so this is like So this is like a stadium truck sort of thing? Kind of. Kind of stadium truck But truck-ish. it's its own class. It's own racing well, series. Well, yeah. And it's, it's totally separate from stadium trucks because that just right. – that was dormant for a while and that just got fired back up by Robbie right. Gordon. Right. This is more like and they're not like full trophy trucks either. They're yeah. closer they're closer to trophy trucks. They're made for jumping. Yeah. They're not made for like running Baja, but they're made right. for like it's it's closer to maybe stadium trucks than like Baja trophy okay. trucks. So Jeff, did you get like three feet of air that time? You must have gotten like three feet of air that time. <laughs> did you see me? I was flying. Um Shocks, <laughs> pegs. Sick. <laughs> it was it was sick though. Was uh, sick. And that sounds sick. The thing that was cool though, after I took my turn and I was just getting some photos, I was talking to these kids who were friends with the driver I just rode with. Right. Uh, the oldest was nineteen. His younger brothers were younger. What the drivers? They were the friends of the driver I just rode with. Oh, okay, but they were there to race in like kids classes. So the nineteen-year-old kid drives a buggy. That was nice. Parked. It was okay. it was sick. And then his two younger <clears throat> brothers drive those things that look like mini scale versions of the truck I was just in okay. with like motorcycle engines and stuff like that. And nice. they can't weigh more than 660 pounds with the driver. Right. So his whole family <laughs> is doing this. It was wicked. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's when I have kids, I'm going to, I'm going to force them to race buggies so I can oh, live like here. I'm going to go-karts. I'm going to be like a hockey dad. I want to move to uh, Monaco and yeah. F1 dad. Okay. I'm going to be like Lewis Hamilton senior. Right. Until he got You're going to be fired. like Tiger Woods' dad. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not going to have kids, though. Okay. Because I, I want to – I don't want to have kids. Well, um. You have two dogs. <laughs> you can use two dogs. You can teach them to race, right, race right. go-karts. Um, so the off-road truck was just sick. Um, but now I'm going to be – the drivers, by the way? Uh, the, I interviewed one of the drivers. Um, Is it like a younger crowd? Is it like an easy, like an easy route to get into racing? Empire. Uh, no, oh. no. They don't – they're not looking – to like jump to well okay 
So some of the guys aren't looking to jump to tarmac. They just want to stay dirt. They love dirt. Right. So one of the guys I talked to was pro lights, and then there's like pro two and pro four. Right. Those are the next two classes. Um, but this one kid I was talking to, I interviewed him. We went into his RV, and right. uh, he he races pro lights. It's his second season. In his first season, he came in second for the whole season. So that's I mean that's pretty impressive. Nice. He's 27. He built his own truck with his dad. Nice. Um, and he said eventually if he got a chance, he would like to drive to like a NASCAR type race. Okay. Like Craftsman, Craftsman Truck Series. I think something. he meant actual cars though. I think he wants to do NASCAR like Winston Cup or something, okay. which like was those, interesting. Those it was funny car. to hear a 27-year-old kid say like, oh, I want to race NASCAR. Well, this is an Elon Empire. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, how no, many true. Could, I mean, Nicole Fontana is one of the spots. So. Yeah. Um, but it was it was it was neat. It was a neat racing series. It used to be uh, it used to be Core, right? C O R R, and then yeah, it switched yeah. to Lucas Oil because Core kind of I guess w- went. I don't know if they went defunct or what happened. They faded. Lucas Oil came in. Now it's Lucas Oil. Okay, cool. It was pretty sweet. But I'm going to be doing some off road driving of my own Whoa. in a sweet ass rental car when I leave on vacation in two days. Tell us what it is, Jeff. I am going to Costa Rica Tell for Tell us a week. what you've won. A Daihatsu Bago. Jeff, you've won a Costa Rica vacation for two. In a Daihatsu Bago. Also known as a Terios. <laughs> Seriously. I yeah. know. We were going back and Terios. forth on Facebook today. I like, I like Terios because it sounds like Terrier. Like, sounds like, like Danny Terrier. Terrio. Danny Trejo. No, I was thinking Danny Terrio also. But Danny Trejo. If it was Danny Trejo, I'd be scared. The Daihatsu Danny Trejo. That – it. It'd have, like, it, it would be it would be very intimidating, but actually a very nice guy. Yeah, and it'd yeah. be low rider. He actually turns out a nice guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he has like a great, amazing life story, and he's also horrifying. Danny story. Trejo, call us. You should be on this podcast, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I'm excited to drive a vehicle that I don't get access to. Like you know, we're right. auto journalists. We geek right. out over stuff we can't get here. Like uh, when I was in um, I was in the Sony studio lot the other day. Oh, I should talk about that. Oh, you should talk. About I should this. talk about no. that. But oh, by the way, <laughs> Jeff drove. The beast. Right. Uh, but I'll tell you – so I was, I'll was. i segue into that in a second. That's can you, funny. Can, are you allowed to talk about that. this? Are Secret Service agents no, no, going to descend actually, from a helicopter? That's a good question because it's embargoed until June. So I'll, right. I'll We're just, not releasing this I'll podcast I'll tell you what June. I drove. I won't tell you how it was or anything like that. Okay. So I was at the Sony Pictures lot to drive the beast, the mock, a replica of Obama's limo from White House down. Right. I can't tell you how it drove or anything until so – that'll be a later Can podcast. Can you tell us that it drove like a beast? No, because I, I that's barely – I You're drove right. it like – driving impression. Yeah. I, I, this, I'll, here, okay. You drove it to get I won't coffee. tell you my driving impression, but I was on – I wasn't allowed to leave the lot at Sony Pictures. Right. So I drove forward, left, back up, three-point turn, went the other way, left – Backed up for like 30 feet, turned back in. This is literally a driving school test. <laughs> yeah. You just took the beast on a driving school test. And now I can protect the press. Are you, are you going to be the Omaha's limo driver now? <laughs> but the whole – I can't believe I forgot about that. But the reason I thought about it is because I got excited at the Sony Pictures lot. There was a uh, Volkswagen Crossfox with oh, Mexican yeah. plates. Did you drive it? I've never, no, no, no. It was like somebody's car parked there. Nice. And I'd never seen one. So like – and I posted that on Facebook and one of the uh, – the Hooniverse Facebook fans was like, why are you excited about this? Like, I live in Brazil. This car is a piece of shit. And like, it's never driven by men. It's like a chick's car. And like, it's a horrible, horrible car. And, uh, and I was like, I don't, don't know. See we don't, you know? We don't it's see like when you go to China. But there were a couple other people who were like, like actually, they're not as bad as this guy's yeah. saying. They're kind of cool. 
Maybe that guy just had a really bad experience. Maybe he dated a girl with a crossfox. Maybe he rolled a crossfox once. Yeah. Um, At the Lucas Oil Pro. But it was cool to see the crossfox. Uh, I love – and this wasn't near the border, but I love when you get down to the border for driving events and you find – oh, when I was at the Cadenza event, friend of Hooniverse, Aaron Gold from About.com showed me pictures uh, and I posted it on Hooniverse. He saw uh, Volkswagen uh, Amarok. Oh, yeah. The diesel. You know, actually, speaking of that, that just reminded me. When I was in Detroit, when I was in Dearborn, you know, hanging around the Ford lot, they had European Ford Rangers there, right-hand drive. The new one? The new one. Yeah. I saw two of them. Oh, that's like great. a guttural. Oh. And there's like just camouflaged cars everywhere and everything. And now Henry Ford is going to kill me from the grave. I am so ju- – well, he would do that anyway because you're Asian. Uh, that's true. I'm not <laughs> part of the pure, right. pure race. He would kill me too. Um, so the uh, – damn, I'm jealous you got to see the Ranger. It was like in traffic was behind it us. Awesome? It was super cool. Did it look good? It looked pretty good. I mean, it's huge. It's like is it? you know, like the regular. That's why they, the last that's, well, that's one of the reasons tiny, they right. said they didn't want to sell it here. Yeah, but it's not as big as an F one hundred and fifty. You can right. sell it like street. But the price and wise, I think it was going to be right there. They need to just build another Ranger in America. Yeah. In America, um, that's. I'm like my my mind is blown because you saw that. But the uh, I was jealous of Aaron just. Yeah, take that. that Aaron Gold. What now? Well, what? no, that, the Amarok is pretty sweet. I, yeah, I would true. like to have seen that diesel and, and the Amarok. Uh, Amarok does look better. I think it's smaller too. So. Uh, slightly, I don't think it's that small. It, the, he, I think he said he was surprised by how big it actually was when he saw it in person. Oh yeah, yeah, basically. And there I mean, you know, these compact trucks they don't sell in America are basically the size of like an F one hundred and fifty from. 99, which is the funny part because when you go to the River Rouge plant, they show you this huge video about how trucks are made. It's the it's the 1999 Ford F-150. It's like the jelly bean Oh, that's awesome. One. Yeah. It hasn't been updated in 20, 30, uh, 15 years. It's it's hilarious. I was at a stoplight once next to a guy in, in uh, one of the um, – the uh, what was the – oh, the light. I was next to a lightning. Lightning, yeah. Right. And I was in an, an Infiniti G37 convertible. Oh, and when right. we both left the light, we both kind of just punched it, and it was like dead even. And I'm like, "That's really sad for the owner of this truck because at one time this truck was like wicked the fast. fastest truck and in some the world. dude in a G37 convertible with the top down, no sweat keeping up with him." My friend told me this story that he was in Detroit driving his Miata, and this dude in a Dodge Ram comes up to him, right, like with big ass stacks. It comes up to him, pulls up alongside him, and then downshifts, and then just. This shoots a huge cloud of black smoke all That's over amazing. my friend's Miata That's with the top funny. down, which is That's hilarious and awful at the same time. Yeah, because I'm absolutely. like, first of all, I love Miatas, and it's a big thing to do. But if I had a big-ass, like, 650-horsepower Cummins diesel Ram, I would do that to every convertible. Right. You kind of have to. Um, great. So, and I was just trying to remember the, the, the car I saw last time I was near the border. It was a Nissan. Suru? Maybe. The Sentra. Was it a Sentra? It looked smaller. Oh, like a Note? Like no, a it wasn't a Note. note. Okay. It wasn't a Note, which I will be driving. Are you going on that? Nissan Note? Yeah. Nissan Death Note? The Versa Note. No. <laughs> the, the drive event. It's coming. It's coming to America soon. It's uh, not today. Uh, yeah, the event is I don't get that reference. Soon. What is that reference? Oh, you don't. You, the, what? Um, now I'm an idiot. Is it from Gun Ho the, or no, something? No, it's... Uh, Come on, uh, Neil Diamond. Oh, by the We're way, coming to America. By the way, I think it's required you viewing are a young for. Man. Uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> I am. I don't listen to dad music. Sorry. Anyway, I think it's um dad <laughs> music. <laughs> I listen to cool stuff like Daft Punk. Oh God! Actually, that new album is fantastic. That's what I heard. But yeah, I heard. and there's a track called Giorgio by Marauder, and it's the most '80s song ever, and is amazing. Anyway, Cezetta. 
This is it, a four-eyed bastard. So, um, <laughs> every every Hooniverse fan and Autoweek fan reader should be watching or should have watched Gun Ho with Michael Keaton. Should be recorded. You just viewing. said I listen to dad music, and then you just referenced Gun Ho with Michael Keaton. Well, no, I'm telling people to watch it okay. so they, so they can right. get the reference. I need All to see right. the movie again. But those cartoons, why? Why not? It's a good movie. It's like a cultural touchstone, right there. It is a cultural yeah. touchstone. It's great. Um. I agree with you on that. Uh, we should do a, a road trip, just spend a day by the border and just car spot cool That's things. That's not suspicious at all, Jeff. Not like the like not literally <laughs> next to the border. Highway eight. Yeah, just like some of the cool cruising roads or, or some of the more downtown ones. And, you see uh, stuff like that here too. I see a couple like Seat Leon and stuff. Occasionally, yeah. I saw a Renault Megane once. That's cool. awesome. That's two cool. young Mexican like real hip looking guys with fedoras. That looks like. <laughs> Yeah. They were like the Mexican Blues Brothers. Were they in hilarious. zoot suits? Not, they were in like nice black – they actually looked – they were like really nicely dressed and they were just cruising together in Newport Beach. In a I think they're in Los Lobos. That's a band, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was the Gypsy Kings. There you go. Um, yeah, that sounds amazing. That sounds like a sort of car that hipster Mexican hipsters would own. Maybe. I'd, I'd be probably – it was a cool-looking car. It's cool. The, the brand-new one or the one with the huge ass? Uh, I think it was the one – I don't remember actually. It was a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, I'm excited because I'm probably going to Europe soon to drive a very exciting car. Yeah. Uh, the next – The G- Renault Megane. No, the GTD, the new one. Oh, nice. That's yeah. cool. Volkswagen sending you to Europe? Yeah. Wow. Someone's gotten to big leaks. Right? Look at that. It might not – it's my first – Invite for something like that for a European trip, but I'm having to like scramble to make it work. All right, remember, and- Jeff, when you're faced with foreign people, you can't just yell English louder. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> hey, Germany, <laughs> I'm looking for my rental car. Um, rental no. car. No speak English. Do you speak the English? Uh, actually, all- sir, we speak it very fine. We all speak Please the English. Stop yelling. Please, you're going to have to cause the police. You spit in my face, <laughs> Alex Roy. There you go. So that's exciting. Are you going to go to Frankfurt? Uh, I have no idea. It's like just starting to be planned and come together. Cool. You need to watch Eurotrip about 15 times. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. I, I need to watch a lot of things. Oh, or European Vacation. Yes, that's a good one. Hey, kids. Big Ben. Big Parliament. Ben. Parliament. <laughs> we are looking for sex. Dad movies. On the we are looking for sex note, I think we're going to have to call this On the we are looking for sex Nissan death note. Yes. Oh, God. It's too many um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm heading off on vacation. Blake, uh, what are you heading off to do? Anything exciting? I am heading off to my house. I'm not doing anything. Actually, I'm going to – oh, yeah. Actually, in two weeks, uh, I'm going on a Goodyear trip to the Bob Bonnerant School so I can have another driving school under my belt. Jesus, you are going to – you I are am, like the next Senna. I am basically IMSA champion Tommy Kendall. <laughs> I, I went with Senna, but I mean right. Kendall's good. But Senna, oh, oh, come Senna. on, come on. Don't, don't sell Kendall short. He is a cool dude. I'm not trying to sell Tommy yeah, Kendall I know, I know. short. You're, you're raising But Art I'm Senna. trying to say Art don't right. downsell the compliment I called you Senna. Thank you. Well, it's All not right. just a compliment. It's fact because I'll have three raisings, three schools. I'm true, true. Sprinter Academy. Don't forget that. <laughs> Qualify to drive Senna's van. Wouldn't that be a good name for like a, like a folk band, Senna's van? I'm sure David G. Johnson already owns the rights to the music That's video. That's true. I think they're opening for Bonnie Vera in two weeks. <laughs> uh, and on that note, it's time for the Death Note goodbye. We'll talk to you guys later. See you next week.